Hi, everybody. I'm Tom Denford, co-founder and CEO of IDCons. Welcome to another episode of Media Snack Meets, where we get to meet the individuals and organizations doing great work to inspire change and drive success through the global media and marketing industry. Because the best are short on time, I ask just six questions in 15 minutes or less, and we get to learn what's behind that success, what it takes to make change in the industry, and maybe what the rest of us can learn from those experiences. My guest for this episode is Tom Kuhn, who is the Vice President of Marketing at the PGA Tour. Hi, guys. Hello, Hello gentlemen. Where are you? There you are. Yes. Hi, Tom. Hi, Tom. How are you? It's nice to talk to you today. Good to see you. Um, so, you know the format, very fast paced. We're going to go straight into the first question. Um, so you represent marketing of the PGA Tour, which is really exciting. So particularly for those golfers out there. Um, so just, just share with us, you know, what it is that you do for the PGA Tour? Who are you marketing to? Like, what's the ambition for the bit for the business? And then, you know, maybe something either the PGA Tour, I know also you, you spent a long time at P&G, so you're an you're a ex-brand manager at P&G and alumni there, um, but anything across your career that you're most proud of from a marketing perspective? Yeah, absolutely. So I am the, uh, I'm responsible here at the PGA Tour for uh, marketing, uh, national marketing and media strategy and execution. Um, so what that means, if you think about it from I, I always like to sum up, like, what does marketing do at the PGA Tour? What's our responsibility? Um, our job in its simplest form is to fuel the passion of our existing fans um, and bring more fans, attract more fans to the sport. Um, and if we can do that, it feeds the, the business engine of the tour. Um, in terms of our structure, just to give people a little perspective, we're about four or five years in um, down in in-housing strategy, uh, which for us was very much driven um, by speed, the need to go fast. So the goal we set out about five years ago was how do we market at the speed our sport changes from a competition standpoint? Because it's always there's always new competitive storylines and and um, changes that we need to work through. Um, and we we in house both our creative and and media operations as part of that. So my responsibility is the marketing strategy on the front end for our portfolio of brands. Uh, then we work very closely with our internal creative agency to get creative made. And then the media strategy planning and execution on the back end. That's great. So in terms of the other part of your question, what I'm, I'm most proud of, um, I spent over 16 years at Procter & Gamble, worked on a lot of wonderful brands. Um, a good amount of that time was in healthcare. Um, so obviously, if you can bring a, a product to market that really genuinely helps people with conditions they're trying to manage that are interrupting their life, feels very good. And then at the PGA Tour, a commonly unknown fact about us, or, or, or low awareness, I should say, I guess, um, <laughs> is that we're actually, our structure is we're a nonprofit pass-through organization. So what that means is that um, we have two missions corporately. One is to grow the earning um, the exposure and earning opportunities for our members, right? Our athletes or players on tour. Um, but the other one is to give back and make a difference in the communities in which we play around the globe. Yeah. And it's, it's 
core to the tour's DNA, and it really makes you feel good here being an employee. So uh, we've recently surpassed $3.2 billion in cumulative charitable donations um, as part of that mission. And the number grows every year. So if we do our job on the marketing team and bring more fans to the sport and attract it, it fuels that engine that enables us to make an even bigger difference in the communities that we play. And so that's definitely something I'm proud of and part of the reason I'm here at the tour. Good. And presumably getting lots of more people to play golf as well, which is, yeah. which is, which is good, inspiring people. So I know you take a slightly broader remit, obviously, in just looking at media, but you know, on Media Snack, we obviously talk about media a lot. You know, let's go a bit more into your in-housing because a lot of advertisers are obviously looking at that and building capabilities internally. Not many have done entirely, you know, really controlling it all themselves. Maybe there's something there that you can share with us. Yeah, and I would say we're not, um, I would agree with the, the second part of that. Not everyone's entirely in-house. I'd say we're probably, we're in-house where it makes sense. So probably 80 to 85% of our media operations, I'd say we still go externally for uh, linear TV buying um, because we can get economies of scale in yeah. working with a media agency partner. Um, and we also, for local, if you if you think about, there's there's the tour brand, which is a global brand. We drive appetite for the sport. But our individual tournaments are brands in their communities. Um, and there's a lot of local city marketing that has to take place to uh, sell tickets and drive those, mm-hmm. those individual tournaments. So we often will partner with agencies that are experts in particular cities and geographies to help us on that side, on the tournament side. Yeah. Um, but the rest, the rest we uh, do in-house. Good. And, and that was that was obviously a, a very intentional decision to do that, as you said, to to provide speed and agility, which I think will probably resonate with a lot of a lot of marketers. Um, maybe just think about some of the challenges of that. Maybe uh, as the next question, because I don't want to focus you just on in housing, because maybe it's a slightly tired subject. But from your perspective in media, what what do you face as the biggest challenges? Being being a largely in house advertiser, does that have any present any new challenges that you would that would be different from when you were a brand marketer working with agencies? Yeah, well, and I'll have. Um, I felt like I didn't answer your last question, but very quickly there. The best thing about me, yeah. best thing about working in media, is it, it's the last mile of making your initiatives come to life, yeah. right? And then and then seeing the intended impact on your business and the consumer. So that's always been the fun. You can have the most wonderful creative idea in the world, but if you don't have the right media strategy, it might not make a difference, right? So yeah. I, I enjoy being able to have my foot in both camps. In terms of the the industry challenges. Um, I'd give you two. So one is complexity. It's challenging. It's a big resource drain on on companies, I think. The way I look at it, there's so much, it's an interesting time to be in media, right? Because marketers and companies have never had more capability available to them ever in history. And it's also never been so complex to navigate at the same time. Um, So I think where that takes companies they try to tackle it. And as I network with my peers and stuff, everyone has the same challenge. Everyone's trying to solve it in different ways. But if I had to kind of group together the different approaches, right? One is um, you can go down the strategy we've gone down, which is how do you build enough capability and expertise in house that you can, you can navigate that, right? Because you have to manage your own data and, and MarTech infrastructure. Um, You have to field all the various pitches and and, uh, proposals for innovation and companies that can help you make the right choices. And you have to make all those right strategic investments at the same time of running your day to day. Right. It's significant to to navigate that. So you can try to in-house that expertise and have people to do that. The other end of the spectrum in my mind is you can hire an expert agency that you trust and navigate that for you. Mm -hmm. I think where 
people struggle in the media place is if you don't commit to one side or the other and you either you on the first example you you take a small portion of a few people's time and you expect them to be able to significant successfully navigate the space is really hard to do as like a part-time job where you're not fully in for an internal employee hmm. and the other side of if because of worries about transparency or trying to cut costs you're either double checking the agency's work or you're not really fully buying all the services you need i think you're unlikely to get the result you're looking for right so being in that middle is really tough right and everyone's kind of grappling with this and figure that out so i think complexity is an ongoing challenge that'll continue to evolve and yeah. then the other one is not i'm sure you've heard about it in almost all of these chats right the the walled gardens are challenge a challenge for all of us right because social media is such a ubiquitous part of our lives that you have to be there right i would argue pretty much every business or brand has to have a strategy for being there but just because of the approach those tech companies have taken it's it's one aspect of your multi platform marketing that's kind of locked down or different than how you're trying to manage a lot of the other parts which just makes things like attribution modeling and optimization and other things just more challenging right yeah. really knowing your customer if you go back to the very old cliche but still true about marketing right it's getting the right message to the right person when and where they're receptive mm-hmm. the walled gardens just makes that a little more challenging right cuz there are a lot of them are going to be receptive when they're there but then it's very hard with all the optimization tools um to really drive all of your marketing together and optimize yeah. as best you can i th- i mean i think it, it, i completely agree I and mean, those those are common challenges and um whilst i'm i don't, I don't want to get flagged for slow play on this on this episode by our background producers here since as a co- very content rich business so you must be very attractive to these platforms though, as well because you bring your own audience and you bring the you bring the content you're not just bringing advertising you're bringing a community and an audience as well so you're helping build uh build those out it must be an interesting marketing challenge yeah it well it creates a re- very to me a very exciting media opportunity so so our product unlike my my days at P&G where you're selling a good right a box of something a good product and good brand our content and the consumption of our content that's like the transaction for us right mm-hmm. so obviously a big part of our our business model is the monetization of those rights of our live competition mm-hmm. but if we the marketing and media group can get an incremental fan to consume and watch one of our tournaments that's like a tra- a successful sale or transaction for us so that creates a really interesting closed loop potential that we can do that the back in my CPG days it's it's not as easy to do that cuz you need the transaction in the yeah. store or online but if you think about it with we've been working in the with the connected various connected TV players on automatic content recognition in connected TV space um for 4 years now uh we are one of the early adopters really starting to look at it and for our business it's wonderful right because what as consumption of tv shifts from linear to digital via connected tvs we can start to uniquely fingerprint our ads that are served our tv ads including linear tv ads and then we can we can track who watched them and then we can tell whether or not the people who watched them tuned in and do all kinds of modeling to understand the incremental lift so we can actually close the loop on our linear tv ad and get to a conversion metric Okay. Um so we've been doing that for a few years now and it's really been instrumental to how we think about marketing and reaching our consumers. Good. Excellent. Thank you for sharing that. I'm we're going to move on. I'm get, I'm getting flagged on this. I'm going to get a stroke penalty. I'm really curious to ask you about your leadership advice. So having been an alumni of P&G, you've obviously been exposed to some incredible marketing leadership and business leadership. And then now in your PGA Tour role, 
I'm assuming you must get to kind of rub shoulders sometimes with some incredible athletes and very, very powerful characters. What I'd like to know is, you know, what leadership advice has stuck with you that you've received or something that you give to others that you think has just been really helpful when you're managing teams? Yeah, and I think I'm so thankful for my years at P&G. It truly is a, a great company, and I consider them a, among the best marketers in the world and really gave me the foundation of my career. And I think what's stuck with me and I use often, it's um, in the coaching and development of my, my own team, is most of us, there, there's always exceptions, right? But a lot of us, when we started earlier in our careers, we were individual contributors, right? And then as you become successful, you start to manage others and you grow in your leader posi leadership positions in the company. And I, the best advice I give people as they make that transition and they go from just being an all-star on delivering all their own work to starting to be responsible and managing the careers of others hmm. is you can only be successful if the people who work for you are successful. So if you, if you approach it with that mindset, it opens up servant leadership, empathy, um, really thinking about their career development, their path. How do you help them succeed? And the nice benefit is it makes your job easier, right? If you invest a lot of time to really motivate your people and help them be successful, it's ultimately going to pay off. So, um, that's probably the number one thing. It's very much rooted in my time at P&G, and I've taken that here to the tour, um, and, it, and it's worked very well. I've seen it work over and over again. Good. Well, thank you for sharing that. It's a good one. Um, so let's not talk about golf, maybe. What, what, assuming you're a golfer, is that what attracted you to the PGA Tour? Where would we find you away from marketing? What, what do you do to kind of decompress or find inspiration elsewhere? Well, golf, you know, yeah, it, 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 it'll not surprise anyone who watches this golf, golf's a piece of it. But I will say um, there are plenty of employees here at the tour who, who don't play golf, but they're amazing at what they do uh, and they enjoy the, the company culture and working here. Um, golf to me, I, my dad was an educator growing up and he was off in the summers and that's what we did together. So mm -hmm. that's why I love the sport. I'm not good at it, but I love it. Um, it helps me decompress. It's four hours outside in a beautiful place, usually with friends, um, having having a fun time, getting some exercise. So that that's why I love it. But also um, another reason I'm here at the tour is giving back, right? So how do you help people? How do you make a difference in your community or with giving charities? And um, that's core to the DNA here. And that really makes it enjoyable for me. It's it's I've seen time and again in my years here, if someone raises their hand with a good idea how to help people, they often can get the resources they need to go do it on top of the bigger um, business engine and all the donations we make. So uh, between work, which keeps us very busy, we don't just play golf all day. We work very hard, right? So um, between the, the work schedule, getting out on my own once in a while to play the sport and then giving back where I can, that, that keeps, me, that keeps the, the plate pretty full. Very good. The answer was golf then. That was good. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah, excellent. Good to know. Live the brand. Um, so, okay, finally, just to wrap up, I mean, we've talked about some of the challenges um, broadly for the industry and kind of an, it's some evolution that you've been going through, obviously, at PJ Talk. A year from now, you know, as a, if we stand back and think about the industry, like where do you hope we might be? What can we achieve in the year ahead that you'd like to see? Well, if you speak specifically to media, uh, well, in just life and business in general, right, safety and stability would be good for all of us, right? Because life's been so disrupted across all industries the past couple of years. Things seem to be moving in the right direction, and let's hope they continue to do so. That's the starting point for all of us. Um, but assuming that's there on the media side, I'm hoping that 
things continue to evolve and the and and that complexity we continue we continue to have breakthroughs to understand it and manage it better there's so much potential out there it's mm. really navigating all the options and figuring out what works for an individual business strategy is a big challenge for us here at the tour like i'm excited about our strategy i think we're we're headed in the right direction um but there's a lot of work that lies ahead we're gonna have to we have a lot of work to go figure some things out and um it's going to continue to change what we know is the uh the the playing field is always moving right as the algorithms change and other uh, new capabilities come online new regulations get passed all those things affect kind of how we tackle it right now of course like everyone else we're thinking about a cookie list future what does that look like and how does that change what we do mm-hmm. um but once we get a good strategy in place and operationalized for that i'm sure there'll be a new challenge um in the media space it's changing so quickly but that's part of the fun i mean we, we try to build a team of people who who um, enjoy change, you know, they're kind of, ex- they, they get energized by having something new to learn. They can learn quickly. And then they, they, they're really strategic in thinking about how do we take all these new capabilities and apply it to this business model and make a difference. Great. Tom Keen, Vice President Marketing at PGA Tour. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Who would you like to meet on future episodes? Please let us know in the comments below. Subscribe to our channel where you will also find previous guests, including leading media executives from companies like P&G, L'Oreal, Mars, Mastercard, and many more. Plus some of the industry's most provocative thought leaders, such as Belinda Smith, Jerry Dakin, Professor Mark Ritson, Nadine Cart McHugh, and Gary Vaynerchuk. You can also subscribe to get new episodes each week. And if you like this episode and think someone else would, then please do share it. Thanks so much for watching.